hosting for your tech life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Your Tech Life is the show. This is the show where we talk about the latest in technology plus help you with your technology problems. If you've got a question about technology, a problem with technology, it doesn't matter at all. Just get in touch. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au, eftm.com.au, or yourtechlife.com if you like. Um, Or you can give me a call on 1-800-157-157. Now, lots to talk about tonight. Uh, Thanks to our good friends at Garmin, Satellite Navigation and GPS Systems, and, of course, Optus, Optus My Plan. Now, I was in Singapore at the end of last week for a couple of days and um, met up with some of the folks from HTC, the mobile phone maker. And um, I had a look at, at a device which I wasn't meant to be able to tell you about until next week, but someone else broke the embargo, so I get to tell you about it now. Um, it's called the HTC One Max. And um, it's a big phone, but it's not the phone that I find most interesting. It's the accessories, and I'll tell you about those a little bit later. I've also spent a couple of weeks with the latest Apple iMac. Um, with Intel's fourth-generation processor built into it. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about that as well. It's a just a gorgeous machine. It really is. We've got a stack of calls tonight, um, talking podcasts, talking NBN, talking uh, iPhone issues, global roaming. We're even going to talk robot lawnmowers. Um, you name it, it is here on Your Tech Life. As I said, thanks to Garmin, thanks to Optus My Plan. Um, if you want to get in touch, it's really, really easy, and that is what I'm here for. Uh, to take your calls and help you out. Uh, EFTM.com.au. Go to the website, send me an email, or shoot me a phone call. Quick phone call. You'll get a voicemail. I'll, um, I'll call you back. 1-800-157-157. You know, normally when I review a device, you're looking at the hardware, you're looking at the performance, you're trying to find what makes that device the one to buy. Uh, now, I, I flew last week to Singapore with thanks to HTC, uh, and got to sit down with some of the HTC execs and talk about this new flagship device. Well, not really flagship. It's part of a family of flagship devices. You know, I've said before, my, my favorite smartphone on the market is the HTC One. I don't use it because I live in the Apple ecosystem, unfortunately. And when I say unfortunately, I'm quite happy there. But like for like, make for make, uh, feature for feature, I think the HTC One is, is one of the best phones on the market. And that's because it feels quality. The construction is fantastic. So the HTC One Max is the big version. It's got a 5.9-inch screen. It is big in your hand, very big. Still has a snappy, responsive screen, still has good performance, still has all the blink feed features you, you, you might love about the HTC, but it also still has those beautiful speakers on the front. <clears throat> Excuse me, so you're actually playing music through the phone, not through headsets and things like that. You get great quality directly through the device. Now, a couple of things about this. It's bigger, obviously. Um, Blink feed, the social element of the phone where it brings together all your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's improved to have things like Instagram in it. You can also customize your own feeds via RSS. You can have several global editions. So if you're uh, you know, an Indian living in Australia, um, you want the Indian edition of, of uh, social content, you can get that. Um, you know, very interesting um, uh, updates and I think should be well received by, um, by users um, and regular users because it'll also be rolled out soon to um, uh, to other HTC One devices. Now, the back of it's removable, which is not unusual for phones, but it is unusual for the HTC One series. But there's no battery removal. It's just to get your SIM card and your micro SD slot in. Bugger if I know why, frankly, because you can put that stuff on the outside, but they've done it. 
It's a bit flimsy, so be careful putting it back on. That's not my favourite thing about it. The fingerprint scanner. You've heard about Apple? Well, HTC have a fingerprint scanner. And you know what? It's weird. It's in the wrong spot. It doesn't really feel comfortable like the Apple one does, but it works. And you can actually use it so different fingers launch different applications. So if you want to play Angry Birds really quickly, use your middle forefinger and bingo, off you go. Easy as that. And it'll open and launch Angry Birds for you. So here's where it gets interesting. The accessories. Now, a couple of things. This thing is built around sound. So, yes, you can sit it in front of you and you can play beautiful music. Well, they've got a thing called the boom bass, which, if you know anything about sound, 2.1 means two left and right, one left, one right, plus a point one, which is the bass. It's a little tiny point one. It pairs via Bluetooth and it plays the point one while your phone itself plays the other two. It's not bad. Only works really well at loud um, volumes. And um, I'm not sure it's worth the investment. Personally, I'd probably just get speakers. But what is worth the investment is the power flip case. This is a snap-on base along the back of the phone, which is thin enough to, to be nice and easy still to hold. But then the cover that flips over the front of the screen is a battery. And it doesn't plug into the bottom. It just snaps on the back, and there's adapters on the back which give it the power source. It gives you an extra 30% more power. 30% power on a cover that doesn't even look like it's a battery. This is brilliant. Honestly, it's brilliant. And I think you'll see people copy this next year. I think this will be the feature that a lot of phone companies try and copy to give people that extra battery life that we all want so much. So keep your eye out for that. Now, the other one, this is unbelievable. The other one is called the Mini Plus. It's a tiny, tiny phone. Tiny. It, it is smaller than most phones we used to be able to get. And it's an accessory for the HTC. So when you pair it up via Bluetooth, it's a Bluetooth headset. But it also allows you to see your messages, your calendar, notifications, make calls, take calls, all those different things. So it's like having one of those things in your ear, but all they do is pick up and hang up. This thing looks like a phone. It's got the, the digit keypad. It's got a hang up, a pick up, and it's got a little screen. This thing is brilliant, and it could be 100 bucks or less. I reckon this is a reason people will buy the HTC One Max. So it's a great-looking phone. Um, I'm not sure phone, like for like, it's better than the Galaxy Note 3. Uh, the Galaxy Note 3 has the pen, and that's probably what sets it apart. But the cover and the mini phone, very, very cool. Or as one person um, kind of um, linked to my review today and said, so you've got a phone that is so big you need another phone to use it. That's a bit stupid. Uh, well, it probably is, but I don't care. It's a cool accessory and allows you to have this big phone, which gives you all the benefits of the multimedia and still have a little phone you can keep in your pocket for the phone calls. Check it out. Go to eftm.com.au. Check out the exclusive uh, Australian first EFTM review of the HTC One Match Max. That's all at eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your Tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long. And thanks for listening. You're listening to Your Tech Life. Yourtechlife.com, the place to go to get in touch or you can call. One eight hundred one five seven one five seven. Let's go back to calls. G'day, Tracy. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I'm having a terrible problem with my iTunes slash iPod slash um, i everything. I think sounds like a lot of issues, really, doesn't it? Well, I, I use iTunes for iPods because I'm fairly useless at doing that sort of thing um, by myself without using iTunes. Sure. And I I noticed after I upgraded to the iOS seven that with my iPod Nano, which is a sixth generation one, 
I plug it in and it, it puts the new iPod, the new podcasts on, and everything's marvelous. And then I click to look at what's on there. Say, for music, I want to take off my daughter's wiggles or something. Hmm. I can do that. That's fine. But when I click on the word podcast, it won't let me. It just the computer it, iTunes phrases stops working. I have to use the task manager to shut it down every single time. It happens with my iPhone five. And my iPhone 4. Which and, and which app are you doing this in? Uh, iTunes. Uh-huh. Now, when... Oh, you know what I think it is? I think you need the podcast app. But I, 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 And I have that on my iPhone, and I have that on my, my iPod, daughter's iPod Touch. Mm-hmm. But on the iPod Nano... Well, there's no such thing. No. That's my problem. So you're having no problems getting what you want, seeing what you want, and, and using what you want on the iOS 7 devices with podcasts. Yes. But if, when it, if I use the podcast app, yes, that's fine. But when it comes to the Nano, you, you strike trouble. Yeah. But when you've got, if, if I think about it, you've got iTunes in front of you, and so hmm. you've, you've plugged in your iPod, so it has a little picture of your little iPod, and then you click on it, yep. and it has summary music on this iPod. You know, you might have photos or whatever else you've got. And you can look at the photo mm-hmm. thing, you can look at the rest, but I can't, every time I click on podcast to, to say, no, look, I, I've listened to that one, it was terrific, I don't want it anymore, mm-hmm. it, I, the computer just freezes. I've listened to it, scrubbed past it, and thought next time I plug it in, it will just delete it. It doesn't. Mm. It does give me new ones. <laughs> yes. and it won't let me get rid of a couple of old ones that I just don't want anymore. Now, you're running the, the latest version of iTunes? Yes, the, the, there were two updates. So mm-hmm. there, there was at least one update after the iOS 7 mm. came out. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I've updated all of them. I re- uninstalled iTunes, yeah. and I reinstalled iTunes. And what about the Nano? Because it seems to be the kicker device. Everything else seems to be working. Has yeah. the Nano have got any updates available to it? None. Not, uh, I look every day mm. and, and hope. But um, my, my hope... And the Nano is easier to walk around with in your pocket than the iPhone. It's an amazing little piece of technology, yeah. isn't it? Yes, very, very small. Still blows my mind, that little thing. But, yes, um, I know. Look, I, you know, I'm going I'm to take a pass on this one, and I'm going to say let's get an Apple genius to call you. Okay. Um, because I am not such a man. Uh, I don't wear a blue shirt. I'm not allowed into the Apple store other than to pay money. Uh, and <laughs> they no, they have to bring out their new iPod. Then I'm going in there to pay them money. Well, listen, I just <laughs> not just, their iPod, their iPad. I mean, sorry. Just, just bought a MacBook Air, so I'm hoping there's no more money parting this year. Oh no, I've got I've got my birthday money from March to waiting to buy the new iPad that hasn't come out yet. I'll be happy with an iTunes voucher. <laughs> So, look, stay there. I'll get all your details, and we'll get an Apple genius to call you. And then the, the, the deal is, assuming they, they give you some, some love and they get, they get it fixed, you have to come back and let me know what happened, and, and that might be some advice that I can learn from and, and everyone else listening as well. Okay, it's a deal. Good on you. Thank, Thank you, you Tracy. No worries. And uh, you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au, or call 1-800-157-157. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Your Tech Life, thanks to our good sponsors, Garmin and Optus, Optus My Plan. You know, it's time to say no. No to bill shock and yes to saving heaps. Yes to going mega with your bites. Yes to tweeting, liking, sharing, posting to your heart's content. It's time to say yes to Optus My Plan, where others could charge you hundreds in excess fees. Optus will give you an extra chunk of data from as little as five bucks. Five bucks. Plans start at $35 with a minimum total cost of $840 over two years. And you can visit optus.com.au forward slash my plan for details. 
And you're listening to Your Tech Life. Go to the website eftm.com.au or perhaps give me a call, 1-800-157-157 if you want to have a chat about anything technology in your life. Let's go back to the phones. Go, Greg. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Mate, I just wanted to let you know, I know you've got a really, a very, very positive um, uh, show there and it's, it's a really good one, so I didn't want to dampen it down too much, but, mate, we've been having lots of trouble getting the NBN installed at our place. Well, they won't, um, won't even come to my house. What's your problem? Are they, are they actually installing it in your area? Mate, they installed it around about June, July, and we were very, oh. very lucky being one of the first people in, uh, sorry, one of the first um, areas in Brisbane. Very, very lucky it was pre-election as well. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it was the treasurer's um, uh, electorate. Yes. Very Who nice. Knows? Who knows? I'm sure there was probably a substation that wasn't working quite well. <laughs> anyway, um, so it went in, and we were, being of the early adopters that we are, we tried to um, get it hooked up as quickly as possible. So delay after delay after delay occurred. And then we've been in contact, regularly contact with our service provider, which is IINET. And to be frank and fair, they've actually been pretty good. They're loving the NBN and they've got NBN plans and they're probably one of the, they may be one of the, one of the most popular NBN providers around at the moment. Oh, good. Okay. Well, I've got to say their customer service has been really good. Good, good. But it would appear to us that they are really quite hamstrung when it comes, and they've also established an NBN team. So we've got the reference number and the job number and all that sort of stuff, and every now and then we ring them up and say, well, how's it going? But, mate, the problems we're having is with the contract, and the, the, that is the install from the house up into the street. So what's happened is that we've had up to five times... Oh, and I should really set a bit of context. I, will, I live in an easement, and so we've got a concrete driveway up the easement, mm-hmm. and, um, and then it, it covers a bit of concrete going across to where the uh, NBN will probably move into the house. Sure. We have to have a new service put in because the old conduit um, can't take the uh, the new one. So, um, And they would have been out about three or four times to work that out, and we've all agreed that this is where the, the new line will go. Yep. And they just don't turn up. And we're So you, you have conversation of- directly with them. They... No, that's just it. You can't. All you can do is go through the NBN. Uh, sorry, all through through the um, oh, through, provider, through, through the service provider. And so you, and you work with IONET to say, here's, here's where I want it and here's where yeah. it can go, and then no one turns up to do the work. Well, what happens is that uh, you talk to uh, IONET and then they send it on to their, their, their liaison people who then talk to NBN Co., who then send out a person to organise with you where it should and go. So and so that person, probably... that's the person you've spoken to, someone from yes. NBNCO who comes out to represent the whole well, shebang? No, no, I think it's a subcontractor appointed by NBNCO right, to come yeah. out and do the pre-inspection. understand that, yes, but the, so, point, the point is it's not I own it, yep. No, 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 that's exactly right. It's all, these are all sub, 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 subcontractors to NBNCO. Um, but after that point, nothing ever happens? Yep. So eventually they do turn up after one or two hiccups and then um, then time goes by, there's no reference number, there's no one to complain to, there's nothing, nothing, nothing. And it just got to the point where we've had up to five times now we've actually been mucked around where either someone has either turned up and gone, yeah, that's a problem mm-hmm. and uh, we need to do something about that, oh, I need to go and talk to someone, or they just don't turn up at all. And um, last week was the last draw, and we actually said, now, look, this is the fifth time 
where nothing has happened, but you still require us to be at home. And um, nothing uh, Trish, Trish had to stay at home, and now she's a practicing barrister, and she actually had to. It's put an expensive day off. of time. Um, and she had to put people off because I was otherwise occupied, and um, I actually warned them. I said, "Now look, if you guys." Don't turn up on this day or nothing happens. I'm just going to unload and um, I'll go to social media and all sorts of bits and pieces like that. Mm. So uh, true to form, nothing happened. And Trish has has hopped into them in a fairly major way. And um, uh, this is an NBN co. And so I've also uh, hit the Twitter sphere and got onto the minister and... um, and also provided a fair bit Any reply from him? He doesn't reply to me, so... No, no, none. Funny, though. I'm sure he's a busy fellow. I'm sure he is. So, um, um, so nothing's happening. So, after all of the anger died down, Trevor, I just sat back and had a bit of a look at this. And, look, the reality is this is about governance and project management, but it's also about transparency. So, there is no opportunity for the average Joe out there, when this service comes around, for you to make a complaint it's just oh, it's about customer done. service really isn't it and the other thing too is that we're now getting contractors who are sub 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 contractors turning up with no id unmarked cars and just turning up and going in the end here so i'll just give you a perfect example of what happens mm-hmm. when that happens too after we unloaded on them the other night um uh and unbeknownst to us, we then get a text message to say that, um, dear Greg and Trish, you've got, uh, you know, we're going to have some people out there in three days' time. I went, oh, yeah. yeah we'll, sure you will. Yeah, yeah. Believe that, and you'll buy this watch. And um, uh, and so next morning, we're going to knock on the door, and there are four blokes standing there going, well, we're from the NBN. We'd like to put the – we're here to do some civil works. So where's it to got to go? Well, we then had to go back to our file and hand them – the agreement letters, because they had no brief, they had nothing at all, um, and they've probably spent over two days um, just putting uh, the conduit up the driveway. Mm. Uh, and they've been lovely blokes, lovely blokes. Um, and then um, it's sat there; for, it's been sitting there for another three days, where the job is still in, un, incomplete, and there's been no correspondence, none at all. So. I just wanted to raise it and bring it to your attention because you do have quite a following, and um, I thought that uh, when this happens to other people, and, and I've got to tell you, we are going ridiculous. to send them an invoice for this, yeah. um, because five times I think is um, is. Um, and and just and just just for clarity, Greg, just to be very clear, um, there's nothing that's changed about your requirements or needs. No. Um, you know, that the, the, it was agreed some time ago when the sub-subcontractor came out and, and agreed with yep. you where it was going to go and all that kind of stuff. Nothing's changed yep. since then that was agreed. That, there's nothing, nothing that you've done in or fact, asked. In, in fact, when the contractors came out the other day, they said, look, it would be easier if we went this way and run it over the roof and do this and do that. And Trish just said, no, 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 no chance. You know, we've agreed to this, and uh, if we go and change it, then someone's got an opportunity to uh, have a crack back at us. So... Um, it's de- that's exactly right, Trevor. There has absolutely been no change to the um, 
to the agreement. But we, well, look, we still have I, had I, I think I think what you've got here is a situation where timing isn't perfect because the election didn't help, and MBN's in a bit of a freeze at the moment. But yes. you know, I don't I don't think it should stop the basics of life happening. Customer service is not a, not a, not a difficult thing to get right. Mm. It's just that some people ignore it. And look, I th- as much as I say Malcolm Turnbull doesn't talk to me, I, I've just never he's never really replied to me, and we've never had much luck in that sense. So mm. as much as, as Stephen Conroy was the minister and he would talk to me regularly. Um, I, I will raise this with the minister's office. I think it's I think it's just a simple simple thing that that mm. will burn in, in your mind and everyone you speak to about the NBN. It doesn't help the NBN now. Well, it, I think the other thing that's worth mentioning too. This is going to be as big as the Snowy River scheme. Well, in not much. Of, no, it, I guess it still is even fibre to the node. It's still a, a huge huge rollout. A and, huge undertaking, and mm. customer service is going to have to be at their forefront mm. all the way through this. As, as is transparency. So I think that. All right, Greg. Well, I, I think I think you've articulated your point very well. I think it's a it's a fair request that you have. Um, let me put it to the powers that be and see whether we can have any luck. And in the meantime, goodness, I just I just hope something happens for you, mate. Mate, thank you so much. Look, I really appreciate your your time on this. It's um it's much appreciated. And as I said, I just wanted to let others know that uh, these sort of hiccups are happening at the start of the process. And look, I'm sure they'll get it right, but. It really is quite frustrating at the moment. All right, Greg. Thanks for getting in touch, mate. Thank you for your time. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Now, regular listeners would probably be aware that I um, I do use an Apple iMac uh, in the studio, in the office. Uh, and the reason for that was I got very frustrated with my Windows PC failing on me now and then after really important recordings like interviews. And uh, look, I've had an iMac now since mid-2010, almost faultless, and, and that's been just fantastic for me. Late last year, when I was in Cupertino, uh, San Jose, for the iPad mini announcements, uh, Tim Cook unveiled a new iPad, very beautiful, thin, slimline thing, which just, it's amazing to see what they can pack into the, the design that they come up with. And I immediately ordered one and uh, took delivery of that late in December. Now, a couple of weeks ago, they announced new iMacs, which is frustrating as all heck when you've just spent thousands on a, on a machine. But this happens every 6 to 12 months. So if you're like me, just relax, breathe. The world isn't ending, but you might be a little bit jealous of anyone who buys one today or later. Now, I've been trying out this um, the 27-inch version of the uh, latest iMac. And this the big difference here is it has improved graphics, Potentially, you can put in it one terabyte of flash storage, which is just super fast. And they've increased the speed of their fusion drives, which are their hybrid-based um, hard drives. Plus, it's got the Intel fourth-generation processor. That's the big deal, really. Um, you're getting more efficient use of power, uh, and you're getting much better processor speed. So doing things like video editing on this is better even than the one that I bought nine months ago, which is obviously going to happen every year with advances in technology. But... Um, well worth the look. The 21-inch version is around $1,500 starting price. The 27-inch around $2,200 starting price. But you would normally add a few things to that, to be honest. Um, you know, upgrade the, the RAM. You might upgrade the uh, the processor. You might add some hard drive space. Um, you know, I ended up spending about four grand, I think, which is um, absolute pack it out with everything you've got. So you don't need to spend that much money. But I think, without any doubt, the Apple iMac is the best-looking the best design and the best performance you'll find in an all-in-one PC uh, anywhere in the world, uh, and they are unenviable in that regard. It's it's just ridiculous what they do with these machines. 
Uh, if you're in the market for a new computer at home, I, I highly recommend the iMac. One of the one of the main reasons, and this stands true of the one I bought four years ago, let alone the one let alone the one I bought a few months ago and the one that I just tried, you buy the box, you open it up, and there's four things. There's the computer itself, there's a power cord, there's a keyboard and the mouse. The keyboard and the mouse are wireless. And you know what? Within 10 minutes of unpacking it, it's working. It's on the net and you're running. It's a really big deal that something can be so simple uh, to do, something so simple to set up and uh, well worth checking out um, if you're in the market for a new PC. Check it out, the Apple iMac. I've done a full review uh, at eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, when you think satellite navigation in your car, you don't normally think premium or prestige. But when it comes to Garmin satellite navigation system, that's exactly what's on offer. Now, I'm looking on the Garmin website, garmin.com.au, with the Nuvi 3597 LMT. Uh, it's about 349 recommended retail. It is the prestige series. It is Garmin's best navigation. Five-inch, high-resolution, dual-orientation display with pinch and zoom, uh, detailed maps with free lifetime updates, uh, it's got the Garmin Real Directions, free lifetime traffic alerts and voice-activated navigation, Bluetooth and smartphone link compatible. Now, the important thing about the free lifetime maps is uh, your routes are sure to reflect the most up-to-date maps. That's what's going to be there. The points of interest are up-to-date. Everything's updated, and the new maps are available with no fees for download. Um, using the power of your voice, you can speak and ask your device intelligently responds to you. Um, while your hands remain steady on the wheel. And my favourite feature of the new Garmin range uh, is the spoken turn-by-turn directions. With Garmin Real Directions, easy-to-understand driving directions that guide like a friend using recognisable landmarks, buildings and traffic lights. No more stress from trying to read street names. It's all there in the Garmin range, uh, and in particular in this case in the Garmin Nuvi 3597 LMT. Check it out at garmin.com.au. Uh, thanks for listening. Your Tech Life uh, is the name of the show. one eight hundred one five seven one five seven is the number to call, or you can go to the website, eftm.com.au. Let's go back to the phones. G'day, Thomas. Hey, Trev. How are you, mate? Good, mate. We spoke last week. We did. We yeah. did, about my 4S that died on me. And uh, and we had the conversation about statutory warranty, and you are going to go to an Apple store. Fingers crossed. What happened, mate? Mate, I went down to the Apple store, and uh, he had a look at it for me, and he said, look, I'm sorry to have to tell you, but the board's gone. He said, it is out of warranty, and he said, but... He said, under statute law, I I will replace this for you free of charge. You didn't even need to say it? I didn't even need to say it, Trev, oh, but that's... I was all prepared to because of what you said. <laughs> and uh, I was all G'd up, and he said, yep, there you go, Mr. Chapman. It's all yours. Thank you very much. Call again. Brilliant. So which Apple yep. store did you go to? I went to the one in Penrith, okay. and uh, they were very, very helpful, Trevor. I, oh, I must well. say, they were very helpful. Tell me, uh, what, you know, did you back your data up first? We talked about that, didn't we? Mate, I couldn't do anything with no, the phone at all. Yeah. I, I lost everything. But uh, so, not, not, not a quick process then. Basically, a couple of forms, I guess, to fill out on a, on, a, on an iPad, and they just handed over a new phone. That's exactly what they did, mate. How exactly good is it? what they did. And uh, you know, I bought it home, and um, I try to. Uh, do all the bits and pieces with it, but I did have a problem, Trev. I did have a problem, mm-hmm. and maybe you can help me. And, and uh, I, I give it to my partner, and I got her SIM, which is a TPG SIM, yep. and I put it into the new phone, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't accept it. It said no SIM, no SIM. I took yeah. my SIM out of my phone and put it in, accepted it straight away. Yeah. Put her SIM into my phone and accepted it straight away. Yep. So whether or not the You're phone. Locked. It's locked. No, it's not locked. All Optus phones, and even the new ones from Optus, anywhere you get now are unlocked. That's the protocol. Yeah, but have you checked that with Optus? Yes, I did. So the phone's definitely unlocked. 
So the button is definitely unlocked and they don't lock them anymore. Uh, that's the new rules that they have. And uh, I think it must have something to do with it. It hasn't been synchronised with iTunes. Yeah, it could be. But the way the, the operating system for at least two years has been that you don't need to do that anymore. It should just do a yeah. carrier update when you put the SIM in. Um, yeah, you know, obviously, it, putting this, have you been doing it while it's on? Yes, and I downloaded the latest version of uh, iOS 7.2, and uh, I did that and thought that would work. But it's, again, the same thing. My SIM would work perfectly. Yeah. I just wonder whether, whether, whether turning it off completely and then putting the SIM in and then turning it on completely and giving it some time, no luck? Yeah, it did that and also went to network settings and restored network settings and it still didn't do that. Wow. Yeah, so uh, we're sort of batting our head up against oh. a brick wall because when I try to download iTunes into her computer, which is mm. a uh, Windows 7 computer, yeah. it wouldn't do it. It just wouldn't do it. It just come up and saying there was a file missing and then uh, the version that we have of iTunes is later than one we're trying to download, which we don't have any version at all. So um, I don't know where to go next. I'd like to say I'll get Apple to help you, but I'm just not sure they can. But, yeah, I know. But look, I've got your details. I'll try. I'll see what Apple can do to help you. Um, I know you, Optus are saying it's unlocked and all those things, but yes, there's just something about... Just so, how do you prove that it's unlocked other than what they tell you? Um, I don't. I don't. Because her SIM works in my phone, which is an unlocked phone. I, I have an iPhone. But that, that's what I'm saying. So everything my, yeah, my SIM will everything you that. say, everything you yeah. say points to your phone being locked. Yes, I know. Everything I you know. say. Yeah. Um, yes, exactly right. So I think maybe that's the one question we can ask Apple is, is there a button you can press or something you can to find out whether it's locked to a network? And that, that would be nice, mate. That, that would be really, really nice. Out. All right, yeah. well, you stay there. I'll, um, I'll confirm all your details, and then we'll, um, we'll get an Apple genius to give you a call, and we'll see how we go, okay? Thank you so much, Trev. Thanks for your help, mate. Appreciate it very much. Love your site. No worries, and you can go to the website as well, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life is the name of the show, eftm.com.au, the website. You can call 1-800-157-157. Let's go back to the phones. G'day, Leron. Uh, G'day, Trevor. Hey, buddy. What can I do for you? Um, I don't know if you've heard. Um, do you know about um, T-Mobile? Uh, giving people free international roaming. It, in you know, I did see this earlier in the week, and you know, because we've talked, I guess, over the last maybe three months about Optus and Vodafone doing some pretty cool things with international roaming. In fact, I had someone on the weekend who works in the radio station I work at uh, ask me what to do, and I, I found out they were on Vodafone, and I got them to switch over to those new plans that allow them to get five dollar a day roaming. But the T-Mobile deal, as I recall, Laurent was was free international roaming pretty much all around the world. That I mean, that's pretty compelling, and, and it says to us, are we getting a good deal even with five bucks a day? Yeah, I know. It's like you pay zero dollars a, a day for international roaming in many countries for free, but there's only one catch, though. What's that? It's 2G only. So you're not getting 3G or 4G data speeds? No. You know what? I don't care. Do you? Well, I don't know. That 2G can be quite slow if you're using the internet. But I guess, you know, what, what do you use roaming for? You use it for, you know, making sure you can get... I mean, think about one thing. iMessages, if you've got an iPhone, that, that doesn't really use a lot of data. Um, probably, you know, getting on Facebook might take twice as long, but at least you'll be able to get on. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, what do we use international roaming for in, the, in terms of the data? It's probably not the end of the world. I suppose not. I mean, it's, it's a pretty good deal with calls and texts. And I think the other thing is you you can, as I recall, I think you can pay to get 3G access. So essentially what they're doing is say, hey, yeah. knock yourself out for 2G. If you want faster speeds, you just got to pay a little bit of money. So 
I'll put it this way. If, if um, Telstra or Optus or Vodafone offered free international roaming, I'd take it. And then I would, you know, hopefully you could pay by the day for the 3G so I could pick the days where I most needed the 3G. That's what I'd do, would you? Yeah, I'd uh, find out what the extra is for 3G. Mm, yeah, it's a pretty good deal, man. Thanks for letting me know. And uh, if you're traveling overseas, uh, you know, still good deals for Aussies, but uh, Americans look like they're getting a pretty good deal. Thanks, Laurent. No worries. Cheers, and you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au, or call 1-800-157-157. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long. And you're listening to the Your Tech Life. Go to the website, eftm.com.au, or call me, 1-800-157-157. Let's go back to calls. Go, Bob. G'day, Trevor. What's doing, mate? Um, not a lot. That's all right. Uh, Relax, kick back. How good okay. is it? Yep. Uh, you, you were talking about something, and you mentioned you were moving house, yeah. and you also had a conversation about lawnmowers, and you made a comment that you were going to be going and buying a new lawnmower. Can't wait. You weren't going to be using your electric one anymore. No, well, my electric one, let's be clear, it cost me 100 bucks at Bunnings. Yep. Uh, it's, it did well. It lasted seven years. Oh, that's um, cool. It still goes, but yep. it, it was a, a patch of grass you know, as big as a car, basically, so it wasn't the end of the world. But yep. carrying a cord around with me, mate, not a fan of that. So um, a slightly bigger yard in the new house, so looking forward to getting... I went down to Bunnings, I look at a Victor. That's what yep. I think I want, a Victor. Oh, okay. <laughs> the big motor and the petrol and... You think I should do something else? What would you yes, suggest, I mate? Do. I, I You've got the three young boys? Uh, two boys and a girl. Two boys and a girl, okay. Um this, this is based on a, an article in Popular Mechanics a couple of months ago. Mm. The, the reporter was uh, talking about robot lawnmowers, oh. and he was talking about the fun that he had with his kids watching the lawnmower going around his yard. <laughs> and they would spend Saturday just out in the yard watching this thing just wandering around. And I was thinking, you know, you've got EFTM, you're always writing about all kinds of high tech. Yeah. And, uh, I uh, saw one um, at a show... God, it's only got to be a month or so ago. I think Husqvarna have yes. got one here in Australia. Yes, Husqvarna's been selling one here for at least five but years. But, Bob, do you know how much they are? Yes, I do. <laughs> three, like, it's like three grand or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think, I'm made of money? You <laughs> well, know what? maybe you could get them to lend you one. Well, I, I was just going to say, look, I reckon, I reckon you're onto something, and you've given me a good, uh, good reminder. I am gonna, I'm going to get one to review. Uh, it'll have someone else's filthy clippings in it, probably, but um, I don't mind. Um, I, I never mind that, but um, and I'll have to give it back. But see, the thing about these robot lawnmowers, and as I understand it, you kind of um, well, probably not when I'm reviewing it. I'll probably just set it up much easier. But when you buy them, you actually dig a cable into the ground around the edge of your property, and that's how it knows where to stop. Yes, it's very similar um, to the dog, the electric dog fences that you can get. Electric dog fences. Yes. Same, same idea. There's a wire laid around the perimeter of your yard, and for the lawnmower, as it approaches the what wire... What happens to the dog? Well, the dog has a collar with a some sort of... Oh, that uh, makes it kind of... Gives it a little stitch. shock. Oh, right. It approaches the uh, fence, and as the closer it gets, the harder the shock is. Oh, the poor thing. Yes, it is. It's not, I'm not saying it's... It doesn't good. sound great. No, but for, no. for a lawnmower... The lawnmower doesn't Perfect. care. Yeah, it won't notice. Lawnmower doesn't. It just it wants more power. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm also wondering, though, I'd still have to go out and do the edges, surely. I mean, it's not going to do right up to the edge, is it? No, probably not. You you want one too, don't you, Bob? Um, I don't have a yard that it'll run in. I want to get a yard that it'll run in, but unfortunately, well, <laughs> that costs more than a lawnmower. Yeah, you know, I was just gonna, <laughs> I was just gonna. I'd like to say it's an easy investment after the cost of the house, but um, it's not like there's that kind of money flooding. You know what, Bob? When I do it, 
and I'm going to do it. I pledge that I'm going to hassle Husqvarna uh, until the day comes they've got one for me to muck around with. Okay. I'll, I'll review it in your name, Bob. <laughs> All right. All right. Good Can on you, mate. Video it? Hey, mate. Can you video it? Oh, I'll, do, it I'll do like a time lapse. I'll do, put a GoPro on the, because it's a two-story house. I'll put a GoPro on the top story looking down, and we'll just do like a, um, you know, speed it up, like put Benny Hill music to it. You know, it'll just mow the lawn. Yep. Now I want to see the boys. My, my, kids, my kids will be running around behind it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to tie them up to keep them away from you. Oh, it's a good idea, Bob. Thank you, mate. All right. If you've see got you. an idea, get in touch. 1-800-157-157. Well, there we go. Another one in the can. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to Garmin and Optus My Plan for their support of your tech life. You can go to the website eftm.com.au for more information uh, and for uh, information on all of those uh, products that I've talked about tonight. Um, And you can get in touch there. That's where you send me an email. Go to the website eftm.com.au. You see my big ugly head. Click on it. Send me an email. And if you're available, we'll have a chat and help you out as best we can with your technology question or problem. Uh, you can also hear me on TUE every Tuesday at 12.30 with Stuart Bocking and every Saturday with Tim Webster at 4 o'clock on uh, TUE 954 in Sydney, TUE.com. If you want to listen online, use TuneIn Radio or the TUE app. You can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long, twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long. Love to have your company there. Say good day. If you do follow me on Twitter, say hello. Tell me why. Tell me you're a podcast listener and uh, I'll wave back. We love to chat. Uh, twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading wherever you are, right across Australia and around the world. Your tech life. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.